Ladies and gentlemen, before I get this started, let me let you know exactly how I feel because this is where we're going today. Hold on for a second. Tell them why you mad, son. I'm letting off shots on the wrestling industry. I'm letting y'all know. I have no problem letting y'all have it. I'm telling you now. I got an email the other day. All right. Nigga told me that even though I'm radically correct, that he feels that my delivery is too aggressive. That's what I feel about your feelings, nigga. I was told that if I ran the wrestling business, though I would make a profit, that I would upset the casual fan. I don't give a fuck about a casual fan. I don't give a fuck about a casual fan's feelings. I don't care what they think or what they feel. I'm here for the hardcore fan, the nigga who understand the business, the nigga who knows what it's about. Matter of fact, let me give you a black powder gunshot. That's how I feel, Mark. That's how I feel. Damn. (laughs) If you are in your emotions about me and the business of professional wrestling, that's not my concern. Not at all. My job is to enlighten, word, to inspire, word, and to bring the truths that you didn't know existed. Word. I'm not here to suck your dick and drop uh what do you call those what they they, they drop mark? Tissues. Um spoilers. Mm. I'm not here to drop spoilers. I'm not here to tell you give you an opinion based off of emotion. Not where we come from. Nah, not how we built. I'm here to let you know that the business of wrestling, as long as I'm alive, when I talk about it, when we talk realistically, business-wise, is sometimes with the idea of fantasy when we want to rethink or think how things should happen. Word. But to snitch and predict and spoil wrestling, I will not do. That's all I'm saying. That's me loading my gun for anybody who got an issue. Mark, how you feeling today? I had to pull out the gun. I had to pull out the cannon on some people. Brother, I feel inspired. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just had to pull out the cannon because niggas think it's a real joke around here. When it comes down to this wrestling business, man, this ain't no boo-hoo, no yahoo, or whatever. You ain't getting no fluff. You're getting the real deal. Yeah, I'm not playing that with nobody. This is not how I operate. It's not how I'm going around. I just feel as if I think we've had a lot of sugarcoating in the business and this and people who are coming with credible information is being told as we had at our meeting on Thursday with all of the podcasters that they're not credible. Not to go off the, the talk of wrestling. I said Wendy Williams passed out off a cocaine binging. Four months later, I was correct. I will never give you the name of my sources, but all my sources are accurate. Mm. Though I may not have made the big blockbuster name for myself in the business of professional wrestling, at least the big boys wanted to play with me. Pause. At least I was given a giant piece of gold and said, this can be yours. At least there was a presentation package put together for me like it was the NBA formatted. You motherfuckers are sitting there wondering what it is, and I'm telling you what it is. Though I may not have every answer, and Mark may not have Mary answer, 
me, we will stand on the square of the answers that we do have. And we will defend that. And the answers that we do not know, we will learn together and we will find more answers, which will create more questions. I'm not trying to be the end all and be all of professional wrestling. But I do. But as a person who's walk, worked in television corporate, who has helped build to co- corporate television, who has helped build that, half of you niggas I probably raised. Yeah, I helped program some of you. Word. Let's not get it twisted. I got friends in this industry. I got people who tell me how it works. I understand how it works. Sometimes I may have access to shit that you won't even believe I have access to. But, but you'll get it. But in the business, but in this business, this podcast is about the business of professional wrestling, what we think it should be, and simply just reviewing it. We're not here to spoil nothing for you. Will we talk about spoilers every so often? Yes. But at this moment in time, I just want to let you niggas know. Oh, and 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 if you're black, I mean that with the hard er, so you could take it personal. And if you white, you're a nigger too, because it means lazy. So we don't do nigger wrestling talk. Now, let me not say it like that. We just do wrestling talk. We do wrestling (laughs) Wrestling talk. talk. And if you don't like the fact that I say nigga like the great poor Mooney would say, I say nigga all the time because it keeps my teeth white. Mm. That's it. Um, We're going to do a a general show today. We're not going to theme it WWE. We're going to talk about a little bit of everything. And Mark, how are you feeling? I don't want to leave you out of this. You know what, brother? I'm feeling good, man. I just had to go off on these niggas for a minute. Sometimes you just got to... Some people like to meditate. Some people like to do yoga. Some people like to spit bars. Some people like to throw cylinder blocks. And some people just like to let off the cannon. Yeah. And that's what it is. But I'm good, brother. I'm hold good. On, hold I'm on. You right. said the word cannon. That too. One more time. Hold on. Let me let, let, me, let me give it to you again. We shooting at ships. Yeah. I'm stuffing the powder in the gun right now. I'm not going to do too many gunshots. There's gunshots that I want to... I mean... The sound effects I want to start entering in on all of the shows. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I just was testing that out for us. I'm still um, lining this in with this new mixer that we're using. Indeed, in but, general. But um, but, uh, how's you? How was your week so far? We had a great meeting this week. Had a powerful meeting this week. Our numbers um, are growing. Everything is coming along good. Uh, I'm impressed. We're impressing at a lot of people, but the overall it's good just from the general work that we're doing. The yeah. benefits of this job is coming up to the forefront, man, and I'm I'm excited about it, brother. Right, we're definitely going to build a lot of different content. Our gimmick shows are we're getting a great response from them. Took a while for the last two. Uh, we we was trying to give you a piece of content every week. Right. Even today, an episode. Well, today is what's today's date? Today's date is the twenty first. So you're gonna get an episode twenty. After I record this, but 21 will go up Monday afternoon, Monday morning. I think I'll put it up a little bit before Raw goes up. Yeah. So people can, you know, and then hashtag it with Raw on Twitter and Instagram and shit. But long story short, we're putting it, we are are putting this good work together. We had a great meeting. We're Mm going to find, we're going to find ways to grow the show. Um, I like to do my business on the mic. People, uh. We learned from the response from our New Japan show. We're going to reformat that. We're not, so when as soon as the G1 Climax comes together, me and Mark will probably give you a nice long two-hour podcast just based off of that whole thing, not bridging anything else into it. We, I, I get it. We're reformatting. 
we feel it's important to report or wrestling um, on the YouTube channel within the next two weeks. I will be doing little one minute videos to put up on YouTube because that seems to be the thing. Right. Um, when Mark gets set on his side, we're going to hook up a, a mini studio in his crib and we're going to have him doing one minute shots as well. So as we learn wrestling news, we're just pumping it out to you all week, which leads up to our two to three podcast episodes a week in general. So you're getting snacks and hors d'oeuvres in between the main course. Right. So, um, anyway. And napkins with your drinks. <laughs> yeah, but if you spill it on yourself, be a real fan. Wipe it off. Wipe your hands on your shirt. Word. You know, as you see them do when you go to the arenas and shit. Like exactly, a real savage. Exactly. You know. Um, so, did you see uh, Raw Smackdown this week? Uh, to be honest with you, I only saw quite a bit of it. Okay, which were both shows or just one? Um, both shows. I was interested in like certain segments of the show. I'm not even gonna bullshit you. We're trying to see where the Paul Heyman writing is at. Okay. We're gonna talk about like that on we're gonna talk about that Monday Night Raw, that first segment. We're gonna talk about uh Well, we talked about that on episode twenty, which right. is coming out today. Um but in general, I don't think Heyman's a lot of his handiwork sorry about that, people. My um Laptop is hooked up, and then my uh, assistant, Daisha, just bombarded. Okay. You got to love Dai. What up, Dai? Shout out. Oh, oh we don't do shout outs. No, Fuck sorry that. about that. <laughs> what up, Dai? What's good? We don't acknowledge no one on these shows. Oh, damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, But long story short, um, long story short, I don't feel too confident going into SummerSlam. Well, let's look at the dynamic here. You know, we can bounce back and forth on this. Mm -hmm. So we got this ultimatum Kurt Angle gave to Brock Lesnar. We knew Brock wasn't coming out. Of course, we were going to get Paul Heyman. And I think that's a Paul Heyman segment. Right. So the bottom line is either he comes in, mm -hmm. defend the title, mm -hmm. or have the championship stripped. Now, I said to a degree that idea would kind of work but then they would have to create this this uh maybe a tournament to crown the new universal champion who wants to go through that once again well you see how they try to curve it mm -hmm. and Paul Heyman drove the narrative which we've been obviously talking about for weeks WWE wants to, is hoping since he won his last fight that Brock can walk away with both belts right and real talk i think UFC was the same thing. Yeah, I see that happening too. If Brock can really pull off the win, what's his name is not an easy fight nah, at all. Nah, I don't, I don't think so either. But however, but with the dynamic of the belt having to be defended, you mm -hmm. know, you, you got, you know, my man's um, hands up against the wall. He's going to have to do something. So now, out comes Bobby Lashley. Which didn't get a great response if you heard the crowd. It was, yay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That was okay. The surprising, and then second came out was uh, Ziggler's boy. Yeah, Drew McIntyre. Got a, he got a response. He got a response that wasn't expected for me. Right. I didn't expect them to be cheered on, but that motherfucker looks like a world fucking champion. When he walked out, I don't know about you, but when he walked out, I was like, oh, shit. It might not be Bobby's title. It might be his. It might be his. But then out comes. What's his name? 
Rollins. Roman. Seth. Seth comes Seth, out. Seth Rollins come out. Seth comes out. Seth got somewhat of a mixed reaction. Is it me or a lot of these guys are just not getting... It's just a basic cheer for everybody, it, and people choose, or, or the crowds are like, "Eh, we're waiting for something exciting." Yeah, it to was, happen. it was, it was basic. It was, it was. Up it was basic there. for everybody. Yeah, However, I just was surprised to see McIntyre get attention. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't expecting that either. Mm-hmm. But then I believe Roman comes out. Roman gets booed right off the bat. Right, that's becoming and 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 I believe, and the way the company is formatting itself, um, the boo is the new chair. Yeah, it is. It seems like the boo is becoming a new chair just for WWE based off. I'm not going to say I don't know how they're thinking, but if I did know someone who knew how they were thinking, I think the boos to them are real chairs because they believe he's already a bad guy or he's already a good guy. But he's not the guy. But he's not the guy. He's Vince's guy, but right. he's not the he's guy. He's not the guy. Um, I Finn think comes, Roman needs oh. the as we spoke before, needs to fall back. Yeah, he does, man, because he needs to go to the back of the line, do something else. Now, I think Baron Corbin might have come out too. Well, Baron Corbin came out to acknowledge that Stephanie is not going to like this. Mm-hmm. Um, who who else came out? I can't remember. Oh, Finn, Finn Balor came out. Which we know he's nowhere near the world title picture. I think that was a fill-in. Because they had to have the three match, the two matches with three verse, th- uh, the three on three match, three, right? Three, um, the three triple threat matches, the, the, the three triple threat threat matches. Was it three or two triple threat? It was threats? two triple threat matches. Yeah, okay, I'm about to say two triple threat threat matches, and in reality, I don't think it benefited any. Nothing else was memorable on this show. Oh, Not hold one up, thing. Dolph came out too. Is he a part of that picture? He was in the. He was in. He was involved in it. Hmm. But he didn't win. No. He did not win. What was the point of putting him in that match when you should be booking him strong with that intercontinental title? Filler. I get it. But you could have put any other person in there to give us an idea of another world champion. Yeah, we could have. But you know what? And if someone's saying phase one world title, first phase one was getting him the intercontinental title, phase two is getting himself the universal title, what is the point of putting him in any of those matches when it seems like there's a master plan? There's no sense at all. But yeah. at the end of the day, there's no continuity. They need, they, there's right. no consistency. But however, do you figure like this, right? You have all world champions in this match, mm-hmm. in these matches. You know, it's it wasn't it wasn't a uh, an un, it wasn't a, a a deck that wasn't stacked up properly. Right. You had all these world champions involved. Mm-hmm. You know, so that they can set up the intrigue. What I find was that bothered me in this whole situation was that all right the night before Lashley cleanly beat Roman Reigns yes I personally think that the motherfucker is the number one contender that's it why keep throwing Roman involved in this shit the the right I agree with you you know if you're gonna do that why instead of having six men come down to the ring how about just have Drew and Bobby come down and let the and let the two new big men face so right. the two reintroduced people face off. And you could have just had a number one's contenders match just based off of them two alone. Exactly. And let that have main event in Raw and let that have let that be the stronger build. Even if even if McIntyre would would lose. Or who's wrestling next week? Is it McIntyre and It's actually 
Bobby Lashley. Oh, and Roman again. versus Roman Reigns. No, why? See, that's where McIntyre belongs. That's where he belongs in the Roman Reigns spot. Fuck Roman. Let Roman get the winner of those two. Give us a fucking break. How about this? Don't put Roman on SummerSlam. Give him a fucking take. Give him give him a six seven week break. Take Roman the fuck off, and then let Ro- and re- let Roman come out the way he looked in NXT. Like I said in the other episode, let him come out with his chest out. The out fifty percent of your wrestling gimmick is your look. Mm-hmm. That look is not appealing no more. Well, I would also just say put that motherfucker in a six man tag. Put him in a multi man match. Dude, no, I say. Remove him from, you want to know why? Let him show up at the end of SummerSlam, ruining the main event match with a new look, that oh, that original skin out, pair of tights on, let, let big body look so we can get a visual difference with Roman and let him come back and let him come back as full heel. Yeah, it's time for that. But, I mean, like we said, and like how everyone has stated, it's not going to happen because, you know, at the end of the day, he has to be right there in the main event picture. He doesn't have to be. Vince wants him right there in the main event picture. And that's the ugly part of this whole situation. Oh, you know who else came out in that too? Kevin Owens came out in that also. But what are they doing with him? Nothing? Not a it's so sad that we're forgetting who came out in those spots. because the, the, the you, Or how about not have the intro... The promo. How about going back to where the promos are five minutes? Pro uh, Steve Austin set the tone of the show in five minutes. Mm-hmm. He was never out there for twenty minutes. We talked about this on la- on the last episode, on episode twenty, how Steve Austin would come out for five minutes. Triple H created that twenty minute intro. Paul Heyman can get the job done in five, and Paul Heyman was getting the crowd to side a little bit, but then they started booing because he's pretty much only good when Lashley is by his side. And that, I mean, not Lashley when Lesnar is right, by his side. But that dynamic worked because I liked how Bobby got in mm-hmm. Heyman's face and right. tell him, like, look, the time for fun and games is over. Mm-hmm. I done beat this dude. I got what it takes to beat this man. I got what it, I got the necessary skill set and the tools to beat a Brock Lesnar. Brock just needs to stop being a punk and let's just get this thing going on. And this is a match that everyone has been wanting to see for Since time. Since day fucking one. You know what I mean? For time. That's what it is. And I, I, I appreciate that buildup for it. Yeah, I do too. I think it's one of the best buildups in the company, right? It, 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 it's not the best buildup, but it's the buildup that we are getting right now. And truthfully, like I said, I would have preferred it just be that. Mm. Where it's just... It was just it was just um Bobby Lashley and Heyman just going back and forth about this and leaving everybody else out to the side. Right, you could have saved that for the ten o'clock segment. Yeah, you could have saved that for the segment where they're coming out and see. You get that, and then you get a bunch of background shit. And I don't like. The, I'm tired of the backstage shit. Back in the day, you got a back one backstage, two backstage segments of show. Now it's done seven or eight times an episode. So if you're gonna do that, have Paul Heyman come out by himself mm-hmm. and cut the promo and say, "That's it. That's all that's gonna happen. I'm out." And then when he leaves, have Kurt Angle come out on the nine o'clock hour and repute over or like and you tell know, him re- you, give a rebuttal about what right. he said don't say such as just say brock got until 10 o'clock to come out that's it yeah 
I heard what Paul Heyman said as I was on. Paul Heyman came out before I got to the building. I heard what he said. Fuck all that. I'm not dealing with that. When he when he's ready, I'm coming out at 10 o'clock and he better address it then. Now you could just have regular matches throughout the show. Mm -hmm. And now you can set up the three way, the, the, the matches, or you can have it out where Drew and Lashley comes out or in between other dudes are cutting promos to get that fucking main event spot. Right. It would have been it, it it would go good that way, but let's not be on a dead horse. We know that you know both Roman and Bobby Lashley respectively won their matches. Mm-hmm. They're now going to face off to be the true number one contender. But I see a swerve in all this shit. If it does go the way that I think it's going to go, um, so um, I guess we can't forget about Braun Strowman. That nigga still got the briefcase, though. I dog. think Vince is going to save Braun to WrestleMania. Mm. I don't see Brock. They told us what they're doing. They legit told us. Braun is Brock is going to hold both belts. That's what they want to see. That's exactly what they want to fucking see. And unfortunately, we knew it. I think they confirmed it. Mm-hmm. And it's uncomfortable, in my personal opinion, knowing that they told us what they was legit going to do. Right. Or since that's what everyone is thinking anyway, mm-hmm. let's do it. Absolutely. It's just one of those things. Um, on to other news. I wanted to, I wanted to bring up something I thought that was interesting. I don't know if it's going to become true or if it's going to be a reality. But it seems like Ring of Honor and New Japan as a joint effort, are trying to coerce CM Punk into joining the wrestling picture. What do you think about that? I think that um, this would be great. This is a big show for both companies. And to have CM Punk there as a a big name, a familiar name, Mm. um, would be incredible. But we both know CM Punk is not trying to hear that shit. Of course. He's not trying to get involved in wrestling or, you know, because wrestling kind of, he's he's turned off from pro wrestling right about now. We it know seems that. like he's turned off permanently and it's not even a joke. So, but to think that maybe the place where he got his name, the place where he got his, um, his fame from, mm-hmm. ROH, I wouldn't be surprised if he does show up and is there to help support ROH in this um this this venture. Well, we do know he's definitely doing the autograph sign, signing at All In. Mm-hmm. For sure. So somehow you still are a part of the wrestling scene. Um so I'm not going to take away from that. That's still the entry into it. Maybe he needs to feel the fans' responses when he shows up to an official wrestling type venue and get that emotion, you know? Oh, absolutely, man. And at the end of the day, it's like Having him there at Madison Square Garden mm-hmm. is a big deal. It's a big shot in the arm. If memory serves me right, when he recaptured his last uh, WWE World Heavyweight title, mm-hmm. it was at the Garden, wasn't it? Um, at no. the Survivor Series? No. 20, uh, 2011? His last WWE Championship win? Yeah. I don't think it was at the Garden. It wasn't? Okay. I'm- I don't think he's had a win like that at the Garden ever. Oh, okay. I was my, thinking it. I was thinking it probably might have been, but overall, first I'm excited the fact that number one, New Japan, is coming to the East Coast. They hadn't been to the East Coast since 2011 when they did their um invasion tour throughout mm-hmm. the um uh, throughout New Jersey, um 
lower Manhattan and other places when they were crowning their um their Intercontinental Championship um winner uh during that year. And we were trying to, you know, to get up in there and to check the show out to see right. what was gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And of course that you know, that's without saying. Just seeing them on the East Coast along with ROH. Now, it's not to say they New Japan guys have never wrestled in New York. Because, you know, they've done things over yeah. at the Hammerstein Ballroom, uh, Pier 51, mm-hmm. you know, on the uh, the Upper West Side. Um, but just the last time, and I'm a historian, guys, as I feel, the last time New Japan r- pro wrestling stars ever wrestled in the Garden was... Uh, Way back in the day, you know, with Inoki and Tiger Mask and Sakaguchi and, you know, Fujinami and all those guys. But to see perhaps maybe um, Okada and all these other guys, but that goes beyond the point. Just the fact that they're going to be at the Garden is a big fucking deal. Yeah, um, And a lot of people, we it's funny because since you say that, a lot of people are confirming that the Garden no longer has that prestige. Though it's a big event happening, the Garden, the Barclays Center has literally shut down what a stadium should look like. Mm-hmm. And the, and and even on our other podcasts, on the important nobody's uh, nobody's podcast, I we were talking about the Garden, and Justin Maloney said straight up and down, "Fuck the Garden, it ain't shit." Right. Um. The wrestling market is extremely small right now. It's mm-hmm. not gonna. It's not. It's large for the McMahons, but for everyone else, it's small. I think that um, and, and pardon me for the pause in my thought. I don't want people to think that I'm bashing the Garden all the way through and through, but it's lost its prestige, um, and I think it's no longer the place to be because Vince kind of toned it down himself by not going there. Right. It's. It's a great concert venue to go to. It's a great this, but people don't feel as if they're getting the, the Madison Square Garden experience. And sometimes I think we're carrying over nostalgia for the 80s for Madison Square Garden. A lot of great moments happen there, but it doesn't have that feel. And WWE has made everything feel as if it has to be a spectacle that they turned even New York. When you think WrestleMania, you don't think Madison Square Garden. No. You think Jets and Giant. You think the Jets Man Giant Life Stadium. Stadium. Right. Straight up and down. And when you think SummerSlam now, it's you Barclay. think Barclays. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting here going, his two biggest shows of the year are still controlled in the biggest New York markets. Right. Um, and then running Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. At the Barclays? At the Barclays. That's, that's a... After Mania. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're doing TakeOver at the Barclays. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and like where maybe TakeOver should have been in the garden. And where are they doing the Hall of Fame? Um, at the Barclays, if I'm correct. Wow. So everything is all centralized. Everything right. is centralized. And also, Brooklyn has a a bigger, the, the food market has changed. You got people who are coming out of the shows, getting drinks, beers, dinners, this, that, and the other. Whereas, They're spilling down Fifth Avenue, Flatbush Avenue. Yeah. Everything's changing, you know, in the Brooklyn area for them. Whereas back in the day, the, you know, when you would go to the show at the Garden, after you leave, what do you have? McDonald's, Sabaros. And, Right, Wendy's, Wendy's, and that's it, and it's little sh- little small shitty pots, uh, spots, and, and under, the diner, yeah, and the conclave under the fucking the garden for the trains. Right. Also, something to think about. They, the way they set up stands on the Barclays Center, and you can just buy merch mm-hmm. without even having to buy a fucking ticket. Remember, they got the giant belt stands and yeah. the t-shirt yeah. stands, yeah. and they have yeah. all of that shit sitting there, 
and people could still have a WWE experience without right. even buying a fucking ticket. But right. you can't get that when you're at Madison Square Garden. Nah. Because the streets They're not going to let you side that alleyway. Nah, no way, man. But you got that whole portion of the street that shut, that that, that, that whole per- that's portion open. of the curve. It's open. It's open space. They can do anything. Hell, And they're man. selling shirts all week long, even when the event is not happening. Word. They're there two days before with a truck open selling WWE belts and WWE shirts. So if, the, if WWE is putting smiles on the face, yeah, because what if you can go buy some of your shirts, don't have to wait for them to come in the mail, and it's WrestleMania time, and there you go. And you're paying... Same f- thing with the MetLife Stadium. And you're paying a flat-out price for it without shipping and all this other stuff. 25 fucking bucks plus tax, or 25... Right. And, and you're getting over hand over foot. So you ha- I wouldn't be shocked if they put a wrestling ring out in front and have one match before the whole shit happens right in front of the Barclays. Hey, that'd, that'd be kind of ill. That'd be kind of ill. It could probably hold a thousand people. You give away a free match. The the, the, the WWE experience is huge. Mm-hmm. If they were smart and they wanted to lock them out, you should have had, instead of having takeover there, maybe you could have had early in the midday an all-women's night. Maybe you could have, you know what I'm saying? Knows, maybe you could have had an all-women's night during the day. At, in the afternoon, and then later on, you know, fans go there, a 12 o'clock in the afternoon show, or all-women's 12 o'clock a show. A matinee show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, have it where they have, the, have a full women's event live exclusively on the network for mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and then money, and then have the next show at the at in the same place. You know, then you switch over to the Barclays to do TakeOver. That'd be good. You could have did that on Friday fucking night. They could do so much. They could do so much. You know? Um, so that's just something. I mean, I'm not, like I said, people, like I said in the beginning, we're not claiming to have all the answers. It's just there's got to be a solution to it. But at the same time, if the WWE was smart, how about getting some of your talent booked on that ROH show that you're not using? Mm. I mean, how there's, about there's Jericho? A- getting paid by McMahon to represent New Japan and WWE. Right. How about putting the IC title on Jericho and have him walk out with both intercontinental belts hey, at that, a ring of honor that, show? He walks out with both white belts, man. That says a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's some shit. I'm right not there. saying I'm a genius. I'm just saying take advantage, McMahon. <laughs> for real. You know what I'm saying? You, nope. you, you're not using a few. Curtis Axel and um, what's the other one? Bo Dallas. Let's Bo talk Dallas, about them dudes. Without the two, without the tag titles, right, can show up mm-hmm. to a Ring of Honor show and get the roof blown off from them because the two most lackluster niggas in the company are superstars somewhere else. Or because of them, their presence on television. How about a brand ambassador roster that can work with ROH, that can work with New Japan, and call them the brand ambassador roster? Mm. have it where these dudes can interchange in between anywhere and instead of fighting against these other promotions work with these other promotions brand ambassador roster yeah I know BBR (laughs) (laughs) hashtag BBR speaking of uh, hashtag WBR yeah But, 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 but think about that a series of men and women that can go everywhere you're not gonna use Sasha Banks Put Let her card. go wrestle Kerry Hogan on one of those indie shows. Yeah. You do it with Pete Dunne. Why not do it with the other wrestlers in the company? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Think about it. Pete Dunne wrestling everywhere. I understand that he's the UK champion. He's not focused. Matter of fact, you want to impress me? Give me Pete Dunne versus Brock. 
Give me Pete Dunne versus Drew McIntyre. Give me Pete Dunne versus Daniel Bryan. Pete Dunne versus The Miz. Pete Dunne versus The Fucking Miz can be a WrestleMania match. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That yeah. can be a WrestleMania match, and he'll make him wrestle. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's just something. Create a band, brand ambassador roster. So you're not going to use Sasha. You're not going to use certain people. If, they're not, if you don't have nothing for them, book them everywhere else and create WWE awareness everywhere. Word. So that people know that the company is here. The company is there. These are recognizable people, recognizable talent, oh, and they're mm-hmm. coming in there like on a like 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 an enhancement for the territories, a popping of the town, if you will. Yeah, yeah, you know it's it, and that's how you do it now because you can't face it. All it's not that territories are coming back. YouTube is a monster, and motherfuckers are producing YouTube wrestling events, and they're going live weekly. Yep. And they're not worrying. About, and I got told people before, it's not about ratings. It's about content. content yep. And content is being created everywhere. Absolutely. So you can have it with those live events or going on WWE shows, even if it's a two-camera team. Yeah. And, ha- and have it as a one-camera team. Set up one fucking camera. Let the shit shoot. And call it a fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's content for that. And now you have WWE promoting all these wrestling shows. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So now you got talent killing themselves to get that WWE spot. Facts. Let's talk about uh, Shinsuke Nakamura winning the United States Championship. If Jeff Hardy wasn't injured, he would have never won that belt. But it's a good win for Nakamura. Let's hope that they that they actually build him with that title. Right. I like that he won the belt. I'm happy. I feel as if... He should never be a secondary belt person. I feel he's one of those very, very rare wrestlers that should only be world fucking champion. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at it like this. I go way back when I first saw Great Muda, mm-hmm. and he was the television champion. I've always loved the television belt. It meant a lot to me. Mm-hmm. But when he went back to Japan, and then when he came back to the United States... When he came back as IWGP champion, that mm-hmm. meant something to me. When he beat Chono for the NWA heavyweight title, and right. he came out to, um, I think it was uh, like Bash at the Beach from way back in the day, Sun mm-hmm. came out with both belts, that meant a lot. Right. So when I see Shinsuke Nakamura as the U.S. champion, I'm like, all right, cool. They did something with him. He's mm-hmm. the U.S. champion. Hopefully they can give him some real good feuds over this title. Build them the way you did in NXT. Let mm-hmm. him bust everybody the fuck down. Yeah. Less microphone talk. And uh, and this is and this is eventually going to lead into uh, you know a feud with him and Randy Orton. <sighs> Why am I not excited about the Randy Orton return? Well, I mean because it's Randy Orton. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. But look, Randy Orton is a great fucking talent. He knows what he's doing. I love it. Um, he. I, I don't love it. I love when he returns and then it dies. Yeah. Seconds after he gets on the screen. I don't think Randy has ever had a good build ever in that company. Towards anything? No. Mm -hmm. Maybe his... They had a great build going into him versus Triple H at WrestleMania, but then the match was a five-finger stinker. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was pretty... It was was so-so. It was a so-so match. Um, It's just something... I want to see more of. I just want to make sure that we're getting the the best of it. And I just want I, I just want WWE to if you're going to focus on him, build him as the second champion, not a dude who happens to be champion. Right. And like no one cares that he has the belt. Let people 
care that he is representing your brand as that champion to perhaps maybe become the stepping stone between his direction and then going up to the next stop, the next spot, I which agree. is AJ Styles. I agree. I agree. Establish I, this. Establish that secondary belt. Have him. Have him run with that belt to Mania. If you're gonna do it, have him run with the belt. Have him. Have him become the standard bearer of the United States Championship and, that we all yeah. know that he really is. Don't 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 feed him bullshit. Just give him some good quality opponents. Mm-hmm. The man can produce matches, and I say this because I've been following that dude since 2010, 2011, going even going back to maybe 08. Just researching this dude. Mm-hmm. This man can pull matches with any and everybody. Right, but at the same time, it's now is not a match pulling scenario. It's what does WWE have for him, and, and that's how are they the going to how they and how are they going to translate it with what they're producing? They're, they're right again. If I was in, the, if I was a VP of, if I was let's say I was in the company, I would create a title. Let's say a title called. Um, uh, an agent just for the champions. All mm-hmm. right, you you have an agent for matches who books your match, help you put together your match from beginning to end. Um, on a pay per view, if there's eight matches, there may be six agents to the matches. Some agents gets two matches, some agents gets one. But maybe there should be an agent just for the just for the world, the champions in the company. If you take away the tags on both shows, you take away if you take the tags, there's two sets of tags. Two sets of mid, there's two mid belts and two big belts. Mm-hmm. Put one person in charge of that, and have them responsible for how they get those guys over and help them book their matches, and don't get in that motherfucker's way. Right. I say if you do that, and you do that strategically, it might work. So if something goes wrong, that's the person you could point at. But then they could develop a relationship with those guys to make them that person to make them that man and i think that's what they need to zero in where one person is responsible for the champions and one person and another set of two people are responsible for the rest of the roster absolutely i think that'll work pretty good you know saying and um get some great minds in on there hire scott hall hire kevin nash put them in charge of the world titles Mm -hmm. put them in charge of the secondary titles you know what i'm saying put men who have held those belts in charge of those fucking divisions so they can hold it down. Mm-hmm. Give Scott Hall the secondary titles and give Kevin Nash the big belts. Yeah, that'll be dope. And let them argue with Vince. Let them work with Vince. Let them go across. I think you need agents who's been in that spot. How can I tell you how to how to present yourself as a world fucking champion when I've never been a world fucking champion? Right. But if I know how to book the match as a world fucking champion, then we can work. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, get the world. Get a guy, like you said. Get a guy who's been who's held that title yeah. or been in contention for that title or various titles, and then have them help put those things together with the talent. Right, and have that talent who and 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 and, and get it in there. I think they need to get a new head of talent, and I think the new head of talent should be William fucking Regal. I've said that on episode twenty, mm-hmm. and I think they need to go back to those dudes who created the Attitude Era, and I feel also, and I know I'm long winded, so people, so forgive me. I also feel that we need three different types of shows. Let Raw be the cookie cutter show. But if you're going to bring SmackDown there, let that be the R-rated wrestling show. Mm-hmm. Not X-rated. R. Where, where they can get blood. Where they can use a little bit more heavier language. Mm-hmm. Where you can use suggested tones. So when someone says, oh my God, I can't believe that they're doing that. Now we can go, well, this is our R-rated programming. 
and this is all what you call it rated programming. Mm-hmm. And I really think if you're going to do Raw, let Raw be fucking Raw. Or if you're going to have a show on Friday nights, let that be your R-rated show mm-hmm. and really get it fucking popping and promote that as blockbuster TV. And I also feel that, you know, that would be good, but they already got one strong wrestling product, which is the NXT brand, mm-hmm. which is strictly wrestling wrestling driven. Mm-hmm. You know, with a few with a few storylines well, here and there, but right, I'm saying rated R. Yeah. So you have your PG shit for the kids on Monday, mm-hmm. your rated R show on Friday, and then your wrestling show, right, and shit like that. So that's just my personal opinion. Okay. On um, did you hear about uh, what's his name? Injury. Uh, Rich Swan had a head injury. No, I wasn't aware about that. Yeah, something happened, and at an MLW battle ro- uh, at the battle royal. And he got into a, he suffered a, a head injury. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, he landed awkwardly, and it looks like it's a really bad concussion. Wow. He's a risk taking type of wrestler. Mm-hmm. I'm not against him being a risk 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 taker, but these guys got to slow down just a little because some of these dudes are not even 35 and they're fucking their bodies up. And then you wonder why you got the crept over wrestler who. This is fucked up. Walking in the a game. certain way, moving a certain way, and gotta survive with all those nagging injuries, man. Yeah, so I um I I hope that he recovers. I hope that he's a lot smarter. I'm not saying these guys are not capable of doing it, but you wanna you want your wrestling career to last the test of time, not be ended in the middle of time. Mm-hmm. So that's something um I hope that he recovers from and I hope it doesn't become a bad thing. Um we're not jumping around like bird shit people. We're just doing a general show about everything that's happening. How do you feel about the NWA championship situation? Oh, man. Now that and does it, it does it seem like Flip and Cody will be going up against each other for the two belts and not what's his name? You know, that would be very interesting. You know, I've been following the being the elite. Oh, you know, being the elite TV uh, TV series on YouTube, mm-hmm. been watching that for quite some time. So I'm caught up to caught up to speed. I need with to that. start watching it. I've watched a few episodes, but it doesn't hold my attention. But I have to force myself to start watching it. And since they announced that they were doing the All In show, Flip Gordon has been doing almost any and everything just to get booked, just to get booked, just to get booked. And he was told, nope, 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 nope. Now here's this opportunity that just came from out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. That he has the chance to take him on Nick Aldis for the title. Let's not leave it out of nowhere. Him and Cody been beefing for a while. It's been a while. Oh, so yeah. it and, makes and, sense that that is the main event. And not only of all in. Well, let's look. Let's look at the bill for this. Mm-hmm. Flip's been looking to get on, get booked on the show. Nothing's happened. Right. He's been in scenarios and tag matches with Brandy, mm-hmm. and that's also been playing out on. Being the elite. Right. So now we had the announcement that Cody was, was Cody was getting the title shot. Mm-hmm. Cody didn't win the ROH belt. So now Flip Gordon steps in to get the opportunity against Nick Aldis. Right. I watched the NWA 10 Pounds of Gold video series. I love that series. That's one of the best produced wrestling series on YouTube right about now. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my favorite go-tos to watch. And just the the intrigue, the 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 suspense, and just all of these different characters and personalities coming in and speaking speaking on the idea of Flip Gordon 
getting an opportunity for that belt, it says something. It says a lot about something. Yeah. You know, and just him and uh, Cody going at it for the title, if presumably if he wins, that's going to like... Because... That's if a he, big deal. So that means... it's <laughs> a big fucking deal. When do, we, when do they introduce Cody as the... Um, as I would say pro- politically correctly, when does he go after that world title for ROH? Well, because I doubt they're gonna. Do, it's not gonna be a three way man. No, it's not gonna be a three way. It's definitely gonna be one of those things where they're saying they're saying the straps are not accurate, but the front plate is. Okay, that's we just looked at a picture of the what is allegedly the WWE women's, women's tag, tag team champs, which I was gonna segue into next anyway, but but. I like um, the I like the fact that these uh the, the faces look kind of blackish. Hell yeah, they got. Matter of fact, not only do they look black, they also got like braids and shit well, too. They did say warrior, what you call you know Amazons and shit like that. Mm. Gladiator woman. Okay, okay. Um, we'll see. I don't know if that's accurate, but well, I like knows? the stars across the yeah, head that, with that that's, Wonder that's, Womanish feel. That's kind of fly right there. That's kind of fly. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think the boat marks are like that. But I'm quite sure there'll be some. Well, they're saying this is custom made in a WWE video game, but people are saying this is what it may be similar to what it looks like. Wow, that that's I'm telling you that's so that's a fan right basically there. it's fan made. Yeah, it said this is custom made in a WWE video game is a close representation. So they're basically just given the idea of what they say the belts are going to look like. Hmm. Well, you know, either way, but back to flip. Uh, he was getting the shot at the ROH show mm-hmm. um, against Nick for the title. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Yeah, it's definitely one of those, let's see what happens. Let's see how it goes. Let's see the way it plays itself out. It's just one of those scenarios where we just go, okay, all right. So let's see how that moves and, and it paces itself. Right on. Another thing I want to talk about going into, uh, Stephanie McMahon is making a giant announcement for on Monday Night Raw based off of there being something new. They didn't say if it was women's or not, but we do know there's going to be a big announcement. Right. One of the things allegedly being said is that um, there's going to be an all-women's pay-per-view and possibly a tag team championship thing being created. Mm-hmm. We don't know just yet. They're just like we just saw an image that people were posting out made from a WWE video game. What it could possibly look like. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope they don't make them look like the standard uh, tag team championships. Yeah, but I would like to see something completely different. Number one, what Triple H did with the the singles heavyweight championship. No, not the singles heavyweight championship. What he did with the what's that new the the, the North American title looks phenomenal. Yeah, we need more ideas like that instead of just become creating this. How is it that the other show gets the better looking shit, but when it comes to this shit, it gets this like generic, cookie cutter pasted on there well, type of thing? Remember how you said to me about the importance of familiarity or brand familiarity? Oh yeah, it's branding. Like UFC did all their belts the same across the board. Right, I get that. You know, but it's time for a change completely. And if you're gonna treat the women like meet women, don't replicate, don't replicate a scenario. Um, present something totally different. Make we it want, stand out. Like those women belts should never have looked like the big W's. 
Right. It should have been a totally different situation. No, it didn't have to have pink or butterflies on it. But give us something a little bit different. Give us something mm-hmm. that we appreciate and something that we like. It's like, yo, you know what? Those belts are going to you know, stand the test of time. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of women's championships, right, for mm-hmm. example, um, I think about the um, – I'm going to show you my, my my knowledge of belts right here. Mm-hmm. I think of the AWA women's title. I think of the old WWF those women's title. Those were fucking ugly. Well, that's why, I'm, that's why I remember those belts. Now, I think of the CMLL women's championship. But that's current right now. You know, I think of the, um, which is the, the, queen, the queen of the lucha mm-hmm. uh, title. I think about that. Um, that's a pretty decent looking belt. I think of the... Uh, World World Women Wrestling Association. Isn't that the championship du- isn't belt. that the du- big gold done a little bit different? No, it's a it is a red belt mm-hmm. with, di- with looking like a kickboxing championship, uh, with their design and so forth. Um, that was a a belt that was contested over in the nineties. You know, contested f- with the women in Japan over the nineties. That was a pretty decent belt. It mm-hmm. stood out. It was different. You know what I mean? Um, even the uh, the stardom. Uh, women's championship. Women have never had a good fucking belt, to be honest with you. Well, the stardom belt actually looks pretty good. The queen of stardom title looks... Mm-hmm. Is that a current belt today? It's a current belt right now. Now, you take that and then you take the Impact Women's Championship. Which looks like shit. Doesn't look all that great. You're but right. the Knockouts belt back in the day was... That's another one I thought they did okay with, but it, it, I think because women—not no disrespect to any female wrestlers—they would ter- they, women wrestlers are still technically treated like second-class citizens. Of course, of course. And they just got the acknowledgement um, of Queen of Stardom, right? Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, yes. I'm trying to look up there. I got them right here. You see it, right? Um, yeah, no, I got their, what you call, I'm trying to get their championship belt. Um, oh, the belt with the star on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's an okay looking belt. I mean, belts are personal, personal opinion. You got some people who hate the big, big eagle, uh, the wing eagle belt. Right. You got some people who like the undisputed belt. I hated that belt. Um, you got folks that like that, you know, if you are an NWA fan, People like the NWA United States Championship. Yeah, I, let me tell you something. I like the big logo WWE belt. I didn't like it when they just put a red fucking strap on it. I expected something different from the mm-hmm. Universal Championship and this, that, and the other. No, you know what? The Queen of Stardom belt is pretty decent looking. I was a big fan of the um, the NWA United States Tag Team Championships in comparison to the NWA World Tag Team title. Right. You know what I mean? I I I like that shit because that shit was dope on mm-hmm. a red strap and it was gold. That popped. I loved that shit. You know what I mean? That was a that was a dope looking belt. I, of course, we're old. You know, we're true school WWE fans as well. Right. We grew up with those those um, WWE tag team championships. Mm-hmm. Those were some dope looking fucking belts too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> See, that's I think also. WCW tag WC didn't have WCW never had NWA had beautiful belts. Yes. WCW didn't have beautiful belts but the big gold. Right. Um WWE always had beautiful belts until the that crazy incarnation of the Intercontinental Championship which I never liked the over one. The over one, yeah. Once they changed everything from the atti- into the attitude era, mm-hmm. things became different, you know, as far as like belt designs go. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I'm just like, 
I just want I feel as if if the if the visual presentation of the title was amazing like what they did with the uh the UK championship. Mm-hmm. I think that's their best looking belt on the low. That and that uh that 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 greatest Royal Rumble championship on the mm. green strap. Now I say like that belt reminds me so much of the uh of the world belt that the Iron Sheik held. You know, as far right. as like because it's green and it's gold and um it was a unique looking championship belt back then. This is a mm-hmm. belt that Braun should still be fucking walking around with. Remember, and I said before it happened, they should create a belt just for that event and mm-hmm. let him rock it all year long. Why not let him? Let that just be one of those belts that stand that that stand be stand stand the test of time thing a lot this episode. Yeah, forgive us, people. We're all over the place like bird shit. This is we really don't have notes. We're just doing this Word. off the top of our heads. What you got to do sometimes. We're calling um, it in the ring. Right. <laughs> you know? Which I always believed in. Don't premeditate nothing. Word. Just go in there and I main, do what you main, do. main event at WrestleMania, I'll be sleeping until 10 minutes before the match. Um, <laughs> that sounds <laughs> fucked up, right? <laughs> They'd be like, yo, where's Dietrich? Yo, uh, that what you want to do? taking a nap. He's sleeping. What He's... you want to do? Oh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll talk about it. Um, I've never wanted, I've always wanted to design belts, maybe because I worked in film and television, mm-hmm. and I always dealt the the belt should be a over-goffed presentation of a champion. To me, you, you, I take part of it from, I'm from the hood, and black people love gold like fucking yes, jewelry. Yes, we do. Um, as you know, my gold chain is just ridiculous. If you, I've wrote it once or twice, but I got a ridiculous <laughs> two-kilo gold chain that don't make no fucking sense. Um, the long story behind that, so I always belt believe that the belt should be gaudy. It should make people un. It should make the. Ch- it should make you uncomfortable that that man is carrying around that, and that should, that that belt should symbolize the prize. The universal title is great, but when you visually look at it, it don't symbolize something you want to represent. Nah, like I'll give you. I'll give you an example. I don't know if you if you can bring it up. Mm-hmm. Type in the IGF World Heavyweight Championship. IGF. Let me look. The IGF World Championship. Yeah. That was the Inoki Gnome Federation uh, title, mm-hmm. um, which they had to create after um, their sanctioned IWGP belt was unified with Shinsuke Nakamura's IWGP belt. Mm-hmm. They had is to come it called up, IGF Championship? It's called IGF Championship. You see how fucking bright that thing is if you got it up there? I don't see it, to be honest with you. It should be, it's bright and gaudy. It's everything. Jeweled out, decked out, spadak. It, it's yeah, like, but that doesn't mean it's beautiful. I want people have to be uncomfortable. I don't see the belt, though. You don't see it? No. Okay. It, I mean, like, I figured you probably would be able to see it. No, it, I type in IGF. They think it said IIHF. Oh, wow. Hold on. IGF. Um. What was I about to say? It's just I just feel this should be a different presentation and don't just carbon copy and give the girls that shit and fuck them over. Give them something that they can be proud of. Give them something that looks good. Because when I look at the women's championships, I know that's the women's champion, but I just feel you just downgraded the women's belt by not coming up with an original logo, even if you duplicated it between the two shows. Mm-hmm. Give me something fucking different, you know? You know, I mean, even the NXT championships, the they kind of are carbon copy. Oh, I hate that belt. I feel as if you're going to do something like that, right? I'm not against that. I've seen that belt before. Mm-hmm. 
if let me take a good a closer look at it. If you're gonna do something like that, there you go. Take a look at that. I'll put it on the screen for people. Yeah, it's cool, but it looks like like all of that gold, all those diamonds in the front. You know, lay. I have a friend who mom's is a jeweler, mm-hmm. and when she broke down like the art of laying down diamonds, there's a presentation to it. Yeah, when the million dollar man belt, even though you know that's all diamonds, it don't have that confused look in it. Mm-hmm. You know it's nothing but diamonds or Savarsky crystals, allegedly. Right. Um, what but, I liked about this but shit. But that's too crusted. That's too, this, that that looks like a, a, a shitty rapper's belt. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it should be, it shouldn't be as crusted like that. Savarsky don't even lay crystals yeah. down like that. It reminds me so much of, uh, of the old IWGP belt because of the round plates on the side. That's what it reminds me of. That, that's, that's the actual look. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I get what they was going for. I just feel as if they, if you're gonna do it, do it right. It could have been better looking, you know. Yeah, I, and I'm not trying to sway your opinion on what what belt you love. I just feel, you know, present some shit, my man. Don't just give us that. Looks like it's hanging off of a fucking rapper's neck. Put a chain on the left or the right of those wings, and pretty much Fifty Cent will be rap, doing a new song to it. Or John but, um, Cena. I just don't want the woman to be o- overshadowed and pushed aside off of something that people it just just wwe not really wanting to put work in for the females but in other news wwe is allowed to induct owen hart into the hall of fame now word yeah holy snap let me tell you about that yeah please 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 because this is great news for wrestling fans um long as they as long as they present the uh if they present the plaque from the top of the arena Mother- and let it drop to the, to the podium. <laughs> if they have it come down. Yo, that's, that's fucked up, bro. Yeah, I'm just saying. Um, Break down the news on that, man. It's like, just that's- simple. It's, it's, um, it's, uh, Mike Johnson discussed that Owen Hart reveal, uh, discussed Owen Hart and he was talking about WWE is able to induct him into the Hall of Fame. That's pretty much it. There's really no big talk on it. Brett hasn't put his emotions on top of it yet. Um, Vint, no one has spoken on to it. But if this is so, this is allegedly I'm going off of. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty much saying that he will be, he, they are allowed to induct him into the Hall of Fame. There's not much more than that. Well, it's about time. He's, it's well-deserved. But if his wife don't want him in there because that company killed him, I never disagreed with what his wife doing it. It's a question mark as if he's allowed to be allowed, but it seems like it's a, it's now a conversation that they can have. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see what happens. I understand why his wife doesn't want it to be there. I get it. It's just something needs to, something needs to change. And if he goes in... You know the Hall of Fame. It's it's not a real Hall of Fame. It's a co- it's a corporate Hall of Fame. That's like when you walk into a corporation and you see former presidents on the wall. Mm-hmm. You get it. I get it. Um, but speak. I, I just hope that if they do do it, that his wife is honored and not Bret Hart is honored because that's the woman who shared a life with him. Well, she's mentioned that um his found that his foundation up in Canada mm-hmm. is the one thing that um. She's taking pride in doing um, with his his foundation. What happens is, is that um, 
it's meant to the, the money that they raise it goes out to help families in need mm. and um other other people and things of that nature mm. so she's she stated um um not too long ago that that's how she honors her husband's memory right. um and it's like it's not that she's being callous to the e but at the end of the day it's like what the fuck yeah you know this is my husband and this is how i choose to honor my husband's my husband's memory mm-hmm. this is what me and my kids are doing that's it that's what we stand for but right. if it does happen hey it'll be great yeah first person they have to say thank you to is her because i know brett lost a brother a father lost a son um but that woman is the woman who lost said, her husband. Uh, who, who who she created life with. Right. And I think it's a little bit more than that and the other. So we're, we're not going to hold this to the... To the grain? To the grain. We're just going to simply say, allegedly... He can be inducted into the It hall. seems like the conversation has begun. Good. And I think that's real... Fu- I think that's dope if that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just hope that he he gets exactly what he deserves, and I hope that is the biggest celebration mm-hmm. of a wrestler yeah. to date. Because Owen Hart, look, they're the only two brothers that fought over the world title. Yep. They um, in my personal opinion, Owen Hart should have been world champion at least going once. into WrestleMania ten and let him drop the belt to his brother. Right. But we'll talk about that on another show. We're going to talk about right. this, that, and the other. Speaking of Hall of Fames, how about the Hogan being reinducted? Not feeling it. Okay. I'm upset. not feeling it. Um, because if that was if I said some shit about Jewish people or about fucking Bugs Bunny, Kevin Dunn wouldn't let me come back. Um Passings? Pat- this past yesterday um oh, this you, past week. Who's um, Brickhouse Brown passed mm. away from prostate cancer. Um did he wrestle in the WWE? Um, he had a couple of shots in the WWE mm-hmm. in the uh, the mid '90s when they were doing the uh, USWA um, talent exchange um, with the WWF. With the WWF, yeah, with the WWF back in the day. Right. Um, he's a former uh, Texas heavyweight champion, mm-hmm. former uh, Southern heavyweight champion, uh, AWA Southern tag champion. He's feud- he's feuded with Jerry Lawler, Bill Dundee, Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Um, He's been around the block. Um, he's he has a notorious ass shoot interview floating around on the internet. Also, you can get it on what you call I think highspots.com. Let me keep it real, people. I'm gonna say fuck you to this nigga. <laughs> he was a little dude too, but you know. No, you know why I say that? If you couldn't make it in the WWE, and you got in the WWE, fuck you, nigga. That's a shot. That's a shot. I'm not taking a shot. That's Dietrich Davis. All right. So <laughs> you know why? I'm not celebrating no little ass nigga who couldn't pull it off. I don't want to hear no excuses. What's his name again? Brickhouse Brown. I don't want to hear no excuses. Little Ray Ray did it for everybody. I mean, well, fuck. So but it I took mean, another. But it took a Mexican to die for Ray Ray to get that spot, right? Um, another passing. <laughs> um, Big Van Vader. We didn't talk about yeah, last. Vader. Week. Vader. Um, passed away. Uh, last month. Mm-hmm. Uh. That was a big deal. Um, the wrestling world lost one of the big, one of the best, I think, in my opinion, one of the most important big men in pro wrestling. Uh, Until he got to the WWE and he just was another guy on the roster. Yeah. And let's not front, WWE did fuck him up completely. They damn sure did. He, he was better off never going to that company. Um, My personal memory about Vader would just happen to be a recent one. Mm-hmm. With just with him and Will Ospreay going back and forth 
over the philosophy of wrestling. Um, so it just so happens that they challenge each other to a match. Yeah, but fuck Big Van Vader hold too. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, though. Before we go on to say fuck Leon White. Nah, fuck Leon White. Let me Had finish. a bad odor problem when I saw him. Man, everyone knows that he fucking stinks, but hey, but let me just get to the dynamic. Him and Osprey, <laughs> thank you. Him and Will Osprey was beefing back and forth on Twitter on some real shit, talking about the philosophy of wrestling. You know, Vader was on some like, you know, y'all little niggas on this flip flop shit. Fuck y'all. You, that's why your careers ain't lasting. And he called Osprey out. Osprey was like, you know, fuck it. If you tough, come on out here and, and face me in the ring. Vader showed up. Him and Osprey went at it in England. Did they have a fight or did they have a wrestling match? They had a wrestling match. No. I want did someone take someone in the back, put the fist of cuffs to them, came out, said, Go get your mans. Nah. Then they ain't have no fight. They had they gimmicked a show to book it. Fuck that. Well, like I said, I, I told someone, I'll fight Brock Lesnar in a fucking room with you told nobody me, you, looking. You, you, you told me that shit. I said that on the show. I'll dead ass fight him in a room with nobody looking. Did y'all have that fist? I just need to know if I could beat that man's ass. Hey, listen. But I know he can't beat me. All I'm uh, that's all I'm saying. I, they set up, they 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 gimmicked everybody out and then had a fucking match. But fuck it, it happened. The shit, the shit went down, especially during this time when everyone was talking about how the state of independent wrestling is. All motherfuckers even... do is shake hands. They flip flop, fly. They do all these high spots. They do this, this, that, and the third. And then at the end of the match, they hug up with each other, raise each other's arm. Then they get back on the internet. Yo, this was a dope match. We need to do it again. Yeah, I think that's trash too. Um. I don't think they should be doing that. I'm not saying kayfabe should be there. I just think, what the fuck are y'all doing? How well, how do you sell, you know, but maybe because people have already been let in that this is fake, you know, and I know people get upset, but Kevin Nash would agree with me. Shit is fake. That's number one. Um, I, secondary, it's, it's a, you're telling a story. They should be because they're no different than Hollywood actors that do their own stunts, but these are men who are trained to put their body on the line. Mm-hmm. This is why I say fuck Big Van Vader. And I don't give a fuck about a person's death. I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn. A nigga dead in the street is a nigga dead in the street. The reason why I say fuck Big Van Vader was I don't think he was a smart businessman. You go to WWE and you had the most. This is a man when he fought Mick Foley in WCW was knocking Mick Foley's face off as they agreed. Mm -hmm. But you believe Big Van Vader was a threat. Of course. You believed he was this. He gets it to WWE and he's not even doing enough business to fight with Vince to let me just stay the regular Vader. That Mastodon shit was horrible. Are you t- Vince can't that be can't be that intimidating where dudes are not scared to speak and say, nah, I'm not doing that. How is it that it's only Shawn Michaels and Steve Austin? Well, and it, Hogan. If it's Vince behind his idea and he feels he sees something a certain way, that's what Vince is going to do. But Vince thought that whole Mastathon thing was just there to, oh. This what did is you gonna, think when gonna, you first saw it? When I first saw that. Before that, you started getting into it, when you was younger and you, when we were all younger and you first saw that Mastodon gimmick, how did you feel about it? I was like, that's not the Vader I know. The Vader I know is the motherfucker who had his eye knocked out by Stan Hansen. The Vader I know is the dude that squashed Inoki at the Tokyo right. Also, Dome. Also... We have to remember they the, did say he was a little bit of a cryberry too. So maybe he, because of that, Vince was able to top step on top of him when it came creatively. Well, Sean was treating that motherfucker like shit too. So that goes beyond. Applause Sean for that. I wish I don't have an applause button for Sean. <laughs> 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 Nigga disrespectful. 
Cocaine's a hell of a drug, nigga. Yeah, that nigga Shawn Michaels is so disrespectful. You know, mind you, Sean is like five foot nothing. No, he's six feet. But Sean, compared to Vader, is a very small dude, and he's still bullied Sean the big man. Sean should have been somebody's fucking toothpick. I'm serious. He really should have been. And especially up against a guy like Vader. But it shows you. Vader, maybe you know, no disrespect. Maybe he, all disrespect. Maybe he didn't know how to stand off for himself. And when you hear other guys talk about him, he was very emotional, and it was it wasn't hard to make him cry. Yeah, pretty much. They said he was too much of a. He was really a nice, nice guy. That's what they said. Um, Another passing I want to talk about is um, Masa Saido. I know you're probably like, who the fuck is Masa No, Saido? I don't care about him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't. Yo, people, th- I'm not one of these people who go to funerals and be like, oh my God. I really be like, fuck them, and that shit be deep in my heart. Well, I'm well, not trying to be a hill. I'm not trying to shoot. I'm just being me. These wrestlers who die, just remember, I know you guys love these niggas, but their job was to dig in your pocket at all costs. Go ahead, Mark. Well, allow me to say this, right? Since... uh. We've taken care of some business. Masa Saido, I'm the historian, this bitch. Masa Saido, former world, former world tag team champion with uh, Mr. Fuji, former AWA heavyweight champion. Um, he beat Larry Zabisco for the title. Uh, him and Hiro Matsuda, tag team champions in Florida. Motherfucking had a um, a two hour, two out of three falls match on a deserted island with Antonio Inoki, and um, I think like. 87 it was a big fucking deal um he was one of like one of the real main japanese heels during that time making big money in the states and every promotion that he went to no taking you know this the last time we're celebrating any deaths on these shows okay but i'm just saying you know the dude passed away from parkinson's disease he was a former olympian as a matter of fact one of the last things he did one of the last things he did he was looking to do um he was training to become the torchbearer for the Olympics in Japan for 2020, for the Summer Olympics. Oh, he definitely would have not been one of them. You know, because... That's a um, whole different selection system. Yeah, but he represented Japan in judo um, in the 60s. So, you know, he has uh, Olympic credentials. So, you know. Yeah, um, I don't like... The reason why I don't like talking about wrestlers' deaths because a lot of these wrestlers don't give a fuck about a fan. And I'll... I'll if you're active, I'll give you some credit. But if you're dead, they don't give a fuck about you. When someone can sit there and sell you a piece of picture and sell you their autograph, knowing that 90% of you can't afford it, that mo- those niggas don't give a fuck about you. And they've said it, and we've all heard them say it behind the scenes. A wrestler is one of the most selfish individuals in the business. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying when they die, I ain't got no love for them. Um, that's why I respect Brock. Cause he ain't got no time to be signing autographs. He just he keeps it real, and I think fans respect that he keeps it real. Um, I.e., why Bret Hart got upset because a fan brought him his brother's picture. I don't even thought that he realized the fan was actually being respectful, and the only way he can get close to Owen Hart was to get into Bret. Right. And Bret got pissed off and walked away. Um, that's not allegedly. That's a fact, and got upset at the fan. He, the fan wasn't being mean. You know, he just didn't, that was his favorite fucking wrestler. We have a friend named Allen. Brett was his, I mean, Owen was his favorite fucking wrestler. You ain't got to tell me that shit. I already you know. know saying? We know, and you know, a, a friend of ours, I don't know where he's living at right now, but just a good friend of ours, 
That was his favorite fucking wrestler. Mm-hmm. Hold on, Fuzzy. You take over, Mark. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, most wrestlers can be scumbags. But, on the other hand, you do got some genuine people that, in this business, that do care about the uh, the professional wrestling fan. So, there you go. That's why I, I'll give the shot. I'll give the 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 respect due to the fallen the fallen wrestlers and stuff and of that nature. That's just me. But that's again, that's just me. Right. So yeah, I get you, and I understand why people do it and they support people they love. But um, I think a lot. Of, I don't know. It's, it's, I do know a lot of people don't realize some of these niggas don't give a shit fuck. They do care about the business. They do care about the presentation of the business, but a lot of them don't give a fuck about a fan, and it's the ones we think that care are the ones who don't care. Mm-hmm. This is, like I said, this is why I've always respected Brock, because Brock is like, get the fuck out of my face. He's not a people person, and I think people respect that more because he's honest to the fans and saying, I'm really not a fan of you being a fan, but I do understand you pay for tickets, and I think that's why Brock like is always money. happier in UFC because it's not a fanfare. It's about him. Mm-hmm. And Jim use this as a segue. This is why the WWE is in the turmoil it is with the United States title because you put the belt on a person who is not about the fanfare and Vince has officially made the man bigger than the title. And Hogan said the moment you get bigger than the business, Vince will knock you the fuck down. And Vince should have immediately knocked Brock down. Mm-hmm. And the moment you let him walk off with your title, and because you feel as if he's bigger than the business, then you fucked up. And that and and, and that's bothersome. Not to segue into that, and this is and but to segue into Ronda Rousey, they're starting to treat her like she's a little bit bigger than all of the women's roster. Well it's becoming We've seen that coming, man. I mm-hmm. mean, if you really think about it, it's like she's an she's the attraction. But she overshadows. Is she really the attraction? She overshadows the entire division right. on both on all three well both brands. Mm-hmm. I was about to say all three brands, but both brands. She overshadows that, and I think that what's going to happen is the person that's going to probably knock her up, down a peg or two will probably be uh, Charlotte when she comes back. If they book it, I heard she is she on her way back soon. I know she had a surgery. Yeah. I know she she's had a bad year this year. Oral mm-hmm. surgery in yeah. her mouth, this, that, and the other. She um just one of those things that you just go, okay, she she kinda fuck she she's just not a good twenty eighteen for her. You know, I was thinking when Ric Flair dies, she's gonna be a mess. Tell me about it. Yeah. I and mean, that's the person who loves the fans. Now, if you really think about it, right? Uh it was um her brother. Reed when he passed away from drug addiction. Right. Actually, it was, yeah, it was from a drug overdose. Right. You know that pushed her to becoming the pro wrestler that she is right that now. That she is right now because I think she did gymnastics as a kid. Right. This, that, and the other. Because initially, Reed was going to be the one that was going to be the star. But I don't of think the he. Family. But let me tell you something. I don't think he was going to be that next Ric Flair. No, he wouldn't have to be Ric Flair, but he was just going to be the star. I don't think so. I don't. I, from what I saw, my personal opinion, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't even give him a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar contract. Well, if you're thinking, you're probably thinking about David. No, I'm not. No, David shouldn't ever even walk near the building. David shouldn't even be allowed to buy a ticket. 
David Arquette got more credit than David. Um, oh damn! Speaking of David Arquette, yeah, I know. I saw him in the wrestling. We're gonna, talk, we're gonna, like we're gonna talk about that shit. But um, long story short, just because I think because he just because you're able, prime example, Teddy Hart. Let's keep moving forward. Okay, a so, person who looked like they could have been a star but really wasn't a star. Just because you could do every move in the book, don't mean you're gonna be a great wrestling mm-hmm. star. And no disrespect. I know Flair wanted his son to be that wrestler, but I think it was more so him being a party person with his father versus being a true talent. And I don't think David Flair was ever going to be that great wrestling star. You can, there are certain things he had, but I don't think he was ever going to be that star. I think what made Charlotte capable was that Charlotte didn't have, didn't want to be a wrestler, but she had the ability. And because she had her father consistently in her ear when she started going into the wrestling business it's what made her great she was an athlete first a wrestler second Mm -hmm. david flair i do not think he would have got the success of his father i do not think i think the flair name would have hurt him and i think he would be like another teddy hart and teddy hart phenomenal fucking wrestler but visually and connecting connection wise to the fans lost in translation well i think what the polar opposite would have been with Reed. Reed had the uh, the amateur background like how his father had it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the guy had some pretty decent matches prior to his death. Yeah, decent. I don't think he would have ever been... Now, for it to transition with him to become a star, who the fuck knows? He, we don't he, know. He's dead. But I've always thought during that time, I was like, this Reed Flair is not the dude. He's just not... I always thought that from the beginning... I thought he falls into the place of Ted DiBiase Jr. Got the look. We know who you are. We know the legacy, but you just wasn't that dude. I always feel that second generation is the fucked up generation. Um, Mm. I think it's a different type of path they have to take. Cody had to really rebrand and get shitted on. Yeah, he had to go out there and just cut his teeth. And And he's surpassing his brother's legacy yeah you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. he's surpassing goldie's legacy so he's learned from two people in the family how this game works really works and goldie is one of the greats yes but he he's not that he's not d-man mm-hmm. um cody is becoming the man absolutely and, and that's at the end Charlotte is because is that woman because there's something just different and special about her reed didn't have the it factor well Reed never really had the chance to show why he did. But it, and the, if he did, if he didn't. But if you if you saw it, and I've and I got one pulled up right here, and I remember watching this match, and I remember saying, "This dude is not going to cut it. He looks great. He can wrestle, but there's something just missing." Um, I think the most fame he would have got is probably an independent title, probably in Japan, probably this. But I don't think he would have been. And people can disagree with me or not. I have no problem handpicking who I think the next person is, and I haven't really been off. And I remember having an argument with one of my people saying, Triple H is that dude, and they said, no, he's not. And I said, that nigga knows wrestling. He's a student. And my boy Andre Hemsley argued me down one day, and I said, I put $100 on it that this motherfucker, whoever we like him or not, by 2001 is going to be the crowning joy of the company. And sure enough, look at him now. I keep telling people, Tama Tonga is the future, and I think he's the dude that may end up walking into I, WWE I agree in 2000. And I agree with you with that relating to Tama. Tama is one of those dudes, I think, in 2000 and by, 20, by 2020, 
he might be the he might be he might be a WWE WrestleMania main eventer. There's an interview that he did on YouTube mm-hmm. where he was talking about uh, all the shit that was going down with the with the with the club with the Bullet Club and shit like that. Yeah, recently, you know, um, he's sitting inside the dojo eating food. Like, yo, he's like, they made this shit for me. You see this right here? You see this stew? My favorite. They made this shit for me. And he said, there's a lot of people, not only outside of New Japan, that don't like that elite bullshit. He said, there's people in New Japan that fucking hates that elite bullshit. Now, if he can do all of that without cursing, then we'll know if he can really cut a promo. Mm-hmm. I know people want to hear curses and this, that, and the other. But if you can do it without, if you can still show that aggression without one foul word, then you could be universal across all platforms. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not saying that just because of WWE. I just feel when you hear wrestlers saying, I'll fuck you up or this or that, that's cool, that's cute. But language is a, language is the greatest form of communication. Yeah. And if you can only four-letter word it, it's like watching a movie where they say fuck 10,000 times. At some point you go, damn, how many times did they say fuck in this movie? You know what I'm saying? Even if you're unconscious about it, it's, it's there. So for me... Um, if I can get a pro- if you can get a promo out of him in the same New Japan platform, I think he will become universally accepted. Mm-hmm. Well, he's definitely on a um on a matter of proving grounds right about now. Yeah, I think this, he's at off this the moment. I think he's off the proving ground stage on every other level. I think it's now time to see can he be world fucking champion. Well, I think his first test will be after the G one. Um, when he gets a, because I don't opinion. think he's winning it. I would no, like him to he's win. He's not. It. He's not going to win it. But I say his. But his first breakout spot will be, and and I'm going to call this. I'm going to call it like this: him versus Juice Robinson. We'll see. You know what I mean. I, I'm gonna call that, and then probably after that, uh, going into like maybe the late fall, him and Kenny. I need. To, yeah, I need him to lose a match to Kenny one on one for the title. Mm-hmm. That's what we need first. We don't need him winning the title first. We need him losing a match to Kenny at least by November. He has to lose on a one-on-one match. Let the let the let the club come in. Let them do this. Let it where there's a th- th- that something goes wrong and this that and the other. And then I think he should go to Wrestle Kingdom, mm-hmm. and I think he should lose at Wrestle Kingdom as well. All right. Another person I kind of see doing the same thing too that I, I want to see them finally do something with him is Fale. I want to see him do something with Fale. I don't see Fale's career going no further than possibly a tag champion anywhere he goes. That person, he has the visual presence. Yeah. But I don't think he has the can he carry a show presence. He reminds me so much of Abdullah. Maybe. From back in the day, right? Yeah. You know what I mean. He his like his his presence reminds me so much of Abdullah the Butcher, right? In your opinion, not yeah. saying that's what he is. Um, I just feel it's see the the rest of them. You need to know if that guy can sell out worldwide. That's right. the thing with Tonga. He could be the man of Japan, but can you sell out worldwide? Whether we're learning it or not, Nakamura. We don't know if he can sell out worldwide now. I think and the, I think the problem is and I think also WWE not pulling the trigger there are some numbers there that's reflecting why he had, he didn't get that world title. Mm-hmm. There are some series of numbers there. 
you don't run that type of business while having without having some type of analytics there right. that goes, hmm. New Japan is a little bit more freedom because of the Japanese face being presented in Japan. Mm -hmm. If he spoke English like John Cena, I think he would have been the world champion. Right. And I think his language barrier throws off the analytics because you did kind of go, okay, even Asuka, the mistake was letting her speak. They need voice boxes, and we talked about that. Yeah, they need, they need I think the persons. mistake was letting them speak, and it worked in NXT because he didn't have to speak all the time, rarely ever, and they kept it to backstage and this and that. Yeah, they and if you find a Japanese person who was who can translate well and not come off like there with an accent, who had an American tone, but can go back and forth, I think it would have worked out perfect, and and. You could take uh, what's that dude's name? Uh, you know, forgive me for Funaki? forgetting. Not Funaki. If you take someone, I'm talking about a wrestler. If you take the Rainmaker and you brought him to Okada? America, he would be great. But also, Impact fucked him up. Yeah. Why? It's not that he wasn't capable of wrestling. It wasn't his size. He's a big dude. It was like you said, the voice box and then, not being able to communicate to that American audience. But I want to touch on that because, like. As of now, his English promos is fucking incredible. I still think that's the worst part about him. You know, you got to remember when you come to the United States, right? We can go, we can go anywhere in the world, mm -hmm. speak English, and be universally accepted. It's like the ending of Rocky Four. He can go out there, yeah. He can be accepted. Mm -hmm. He can be this. He can be that. But but now let that person come into the states. We are automatically, and I know you're going to say, well, this, that, and the other. For certain people, they're okay with that. But think about the average wrestling fan. And that wrestling fan is not New York, it's not New Jersey, it's not Connecticut. It's Midwest. It's the Midwest, it's the Bible Belt and the Rust Belt. That yuckity yuck son of a bitch don't want to hear me a speaker, I know an English type of accent. Right. You get what I'm saying? So when your market is that South... Mid-South, West, Midwest, and it's all of those things. That's where you're, that's really your, your audience there. Can, the China man don't mean shit to them. No, he's Japanese. That China man don't mean shit to me. That Nakamura, I can't understand a word he's saying. I don't know good goddamn why they put him on my television and screen. And why is he holding the U.S. championship belt? That's an American belt. Right, so when you, when you look at shit like that or you think about shit like that. I do that too well. You know, and you look at shit like that, that's the problem. So you're looking at the analytics and you're going back strategically. That's what hurts the foreign wrestler. And I know we're all over the place like bird shit people, but we didn't have a script for today. So bear with us. Right. So that hurts that formula of wrestler. That hurts that, that um, what you call it. So I trust me, me and you both wanted Nakamura to be WWE champion. But we both kind of knew it wasn't going to happen. Mm -hmm. AJ is from the hick from a hick town. He's a hick. He's a he's a redneck. He's this. He's that. AJ right now is it is represents every fucking Trump voter that lives in that area that help elect him that helps that blue collar worker get elected. This that and the other. AJ right now is the perfect champion for the company. Mm -hmm. That's why 
I don't think I, you would move that belt. AJ may fuck around and have that belt two WrestleManias in a row. That would be dope if he does. Right. But at the same time, how much do you put how much pressure do you put on AJ and how long before you give him a credible champion to fight? Or a credible Be- challenger. Well, yeah, well, I mean champion. I mean other people who are championship level that can be on his level. How many other credible champions are on SmackDown right now? Not one. No. Let's be let's keep it real. Not for Samoa Joe, yes. Mm-hmm. Samoa Joe. But when you look at the raw roster right now, the SmackDown roster. As we speak, this nigga, AJ is the only qualified one. And in the women's division, how many qualified women other than Charlotte is capable of holding the title? You played Oscar. You burnt. You have. You, you burnt buried, a candle at both ends now. You've buried um, Becky Lynch, uh, Naomi. Uh, Check this out. Cage size seats headline as of three hours ago. Ironically, talking about this, WWE report maybe Oscar wasn't for the main ready for the main roster. Wow, and that's on Cage via Cage size seats as of three hours ago. That is the recent article. Mm. You know how crazy that is. They you know import, how fucked they, up they, they, that they is. They import all these. Ta- they import all this talent in and then buried them. And Oscar was crazy. She should, if she would have, you would have let her win the championship. She might be on fire. You could have built her. You could have built her towards Ronda Rosley, maybe. Mm-hmm. And Ronda's doing phenomenal. But like I said, almost twenty five minutes ago, Ronda is becoming the Ronda's women's division. Yeah, she's doing this. She's doing that. She's doing this, that, and the other. I don't want to see Ronda in segments. I want to see if she can go. I want to see her wrestle. Every fucking Monday Night Raw. No promo. Earn your paycheck. No nothing. She comes down to the ring like an angry fucking bitch, throws the jacket on the rampway, climbs into the ring, gives us 10 minutes, gets the fuck out the ring. I need to see that 52 weeks in a fucking row. That's the way to build Ronda. Mm-hmm. And when she, because you know the microphone is not healthy for her. Right. People would love that. You're doing it with the slam, do it where we're getting matches from her and let her prove, because right now, what if Ronda gets hit the wrong way and she can't handle it? Then she's done. She'll be finished. Mm-hmm. She'll be all hype. Mm-hmm. On to the next. The, on to the next. So that's my thing. So right now, as a rumor saying WWE, as of as of three hours ago, which is so fucked up, and it says WWE stock report. The WWE stock report. There's go that magic word analytics. Mm-hmm. When it comes to stock, WWE stock report, maybe Oscar wasn't ready for the main roster. That's now you got people who are sitting back going, hmm, the numbers may not add up for Oscar. Well, then also it's who you're also having her involved in shit in. And if you really think about it, having her in this uh this bullshit ass paper chase feud with um Carmella and James Ellsworth ain't fucking helping. No, it ended the moment she lost her. That was one person the rain was helping. It was one the moment you took that unbeatable shit from her. Every fan said, "So what do we do now? You make you let her win the rumble, but don't give her the 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 the, the win of the rumble. It's not just winning the rumble, it's winning WrestleMania." Yeah. Charlotte could have took the L. Maybe they fucked up. Maybe Charlotte should have won every fucking pay per view, and then the stakes would be higher. So you you get you you deal with dethroning Charlotte, 
But then afterwards, you deal with dethroning Oscar. So maybe they fucked that up way before it happened. Maybe you should have kept the pay per view streak. That's not that's not that's uh, that's not here or there at this moment. Mm-hmm. But the analytics, what's happening? When she started cutting promos, was that safe? They let her die on that hill when they let her cut that promo. You get what I'm saying? I got you. She should have never cut the promo. They should have never let this. That's how I would have protected her. Don't let that bitch speak. I'd have ran up to the. Hey, don't you let that bitch speak. Hold no, 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 no. <laughs> don't let that bitch speak. Every time she go to speak, let Charlotte pull the mic away. And or somebody say, else do it. Yeah. Or the, even if you don't let someone else do it, Charlotte should have pulled that microphone away every time she went to speak. And another thing is this, that, and the other. You didn't even have Charlotte in heel mode. Right. You know, so you violate, you, you know, so now you got company and analytics going, well, I don't think she can So it. So now... We're going to have to be tortured with this long-ass reign of Carmella's champion. Unfortunately, Carmella matches the girls that are in the WWE now. Bathing suit wearing, lipstick wearing world champions. And I don't see that belt coming off of Carmella no time soon. Damn. Let's keep it real. Yeah. Who else? Who are you going to give it to, Naomi? You better off putting her and Naomi together as a tag team and letting them win. The, if there's a SmackDown Women's Tag Team Championships, let them run together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you had a Raw Tag Team champion, it should be Sasha and Bailey, And hurry up and get the lesbian angle done with. You see that coming too, huh? Uh, that's what I hear. I think she should uh, get the lesbian angle done with. They've been trying to do that for over 20-something years. Finally get it over with. Let them kiss on camera. They need something for their gay movement or whatever they want to protect. Let, it do, let them do it. That's, and let them be tag team champions. Okay, now, can I bust a shot at somebody? Because I think I found a new hatred for someone. Who's that? Baron Corbin. We've been busting shots at him for a while. Oh, damn. You, <laughs> <laughs> we did it in episode 20. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's just like, you know. There's nothing to say. There's nothing to even acknowledge about him. He doesn't belong there. He's a dude, again. He looks good on paper. But 10 years ago, I've said this several times on this podcast, 20 years ago, he'd be an LOD. I mean, not LOD, he'll be in... Disciples um, of Apocalypse, DOA. Yeah, he'll be in DOA, riding around with a motorcycle, taking an uppercut or a stunner. Nah, I just want to see him... Uh, I want to see him on a scooter. Fuck a motorcycle. Nah, put him on a motorcycle. Maybe that's what they should have did with him. A they, moped. Did, did he have a motorcycle when he first came out? I think he might have. I'm not too sure. I don't... The problem with Barry Corbin is, I don't think they booked him right. I don't put enough stock into giving a damn about Baron Corbin. No. I think Baron Corbin, he looked phenomenal. I think he had a look... I think he had a presentation, and I think he has an audience of people. He he should have been booked more as a one percenter to get the maximum out of him. Mm. You get what I'm saying? More of that biker, this, that, and the other, grungy. You should have put a real grungy, big-breasted female with him to represent that giant thing. Looking like Dog the Bounty Hunter? Yeah, worse than that. Okay. L- worse than that. I'm talking about like a real pretty, cheap-looking woman who can go in the ring not like Nydia when they did with her, with Jamie Noble, which was a perfect pairing. Mm-hmm. But that dirty blonde looks like she smokes cigarettes but sleeps with your cousin type woman. <laughs> Ew, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you want her. But she's a perfect catalyst to him. Mm-hmm. So you're not worrying about his hair going stringy. You're not worrying about this. A bitch who's sitting on the, on the bike at the side of the ring. Cooking like up. <laughs> yeah, why he's why he's doing his thing. So I think Barry Corbin presentation, I see where they could have went with him. 
he would have never been a big star, but there was definitely somewhere to go with him. U.S. Intercontinental Championship level, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I think the United States Championship belt would have been good for him because he could have represented that part of the United States mm-hmm. that, you know, that grungy dude who's in that biker bar, and he looked like a real fucking biker. Yeah, he does. Now he looks like the person who's out of place in life. Um, I don't know. I I don't think he's in the right position. I think if you're not gonna put if you're not gonna create that gimmick for him, fire him, and let him go and keep on moving. But I think, or let him eat pins. Yeah, build him up strong enough to eat pins. Put him in a Dorf Ziggler permit take a position. Few. Take a few and see what happens. From yeah, there. let him let him eat pins. I mean, maybe it, you should have put him with the Wyatt family with that dirtiest look. Shit, taking pins and eating pins has worked for the B team. And look at the motherfuckers now. Yeah, and you take a group like Sanity. Sanity looked grungy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So you already took Baron Corman's gimmick when they showed up. Yeah, because those dudes look like they live in a basement somewhere eating bologna sandwiches and shit like that waiting for the next opportunity to rob somebody. Right. So that's pretty much it for the general news, people. I know we was all over the place like bird shit. We had to give it to you the best way that we could, Yeah, man. next time we'll come back. Next week we'll come back with more of a scripted show. Um, I just, I can't wait to see what, I, it's not that I can't wait. People are going to be very excited if it's women tag belts because it creates that fantasy booking moment. It brings back that idea of who's going to win it. Yeah. What show, who's going to get it first, who should be together. Mm-hmm. It creates a new series of arguments, it creates a new series of that, and that gives us a reason to talk more about it. Word. And I think it's long the, overdue. I personally felt they need a 1-hour show separately. I've I've on personally Fox. I've personally felt for 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 time that the WWE Women's Tag Team Division Needed to be in existence. Um, I'm just glad that they're they're reactivating that division. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, well, you got to remember, back in the day, it wouldn't be they. It wasn't a division. It was just a, it was just something that was there. It was something that was there. Now we have a division. It's if they do that, if they decide to do it, all I know is, is that the last time it was done, it was 1988. The Glamour Girls beat the Jumpin' Jump Jumpin' Bomb Angels for those right. titles. Right. And the belts went off into the sunset. They're on display Somewhere. when you go to when you go to wherever you go to to see a WWE uh, WrestleMania. You get to view the belts there. I think I'll do that this year. I'm not gonna go. To, I'm not gonna waste my. No disrespect. I'm not wasting my money on WrestleMania, but I will go to Access. Okay. Think we should do that? You Take know, some I, cameras I, with us and go to Access? Yeah, I think so. That'd be dope. Let's do that. Um, I'm going to be on the lookout for Access tickets, and I might do the Hall of Fame depending on what it is this year. Mm-hmm. So let's both look into it. All let's right. see what we can do. I mean, unless I get a good WrestleMania ticket. Maybe. Who knows? Matter of fact, I mean, things are looking up for both of us this year. Maybe we should go to WrestleMania. You know what? That's not a bad idea. But when I say looking up, I mean, we're doing the right type of business outside of the show. Yeah. Maybe we should, next month, look at what tickets are available, and maybe we should get some treat ourselves and get some front row fucking tickets to WrestleMania. That's not a bad idea, but I do want to go to that um, that G1 uh, Super Show. Where at? At your least favorite arena. That's you mean New York's <laughs> least favorite arena. Yo, shout out to Jay Z and the and the hey, Barclays hey, Corporation. Hey, hey, no shout outs, brother. You're right. <laughs> Fuck them niggas. I forgot we can't say that according to um the algorithm system. Right. No, but um maybe we should 
maybe we should do that and WrestleMania. Because that's going to be on a Friday night, right? Uh, the Super Show, I believe it might be. Actually, it's, yeah, it's, it's co- Friday because it's, it's competing with NXT, NXT so it's right? Friday. Yeah. Um, that's going to, you know, that's going to be a big-ass divide right there, man. On one hand, you're going to have- NXT going to sell out. Well, it's at the Barclays. It's always going to sell out. It's not that it's at the Barclays. NXT is that show. Yeah. That's what the WWE products should represent across all platforms. That's true. And then we got the we got we got the G one special. I don't think I don't think they're capable of selling out the garden. Who knows, man? We just gotta we just gotta wait and see. Matter of fact, no, I'm not disrespecting New Japan. Well, but the Cow Palace, we know they we know with New Japan it's a five thousand per person cap. That's it. That's that's what the math is showing. We know it's a five, maybe six thousand person cap. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now you add Ring of Honor. What's their biggest venue? Five thousand people? Between five and six thousand. All right. So we know twelve thousand seats to guard and can maximize when you put a ring that size in there. 21,000, 22,000. Mm-hmm. So let's see. If they can do it. Let's see. if they. Let me tell you something. If they do this, they have to put all the money into the stage. Because you just can't do some rinky-dink They can't um, do setup. what they normally do. They have to design a fucking stage. This is where you go to the Sinclair Corporation. And be like, hey. We need two million, three million just for the stage. Well, I think between them And it should be a massive stage. I think I think between uh them, both Sinclair and uh New Japan. And New Japan, I think they can they can yeah. tussle up the funds. I for say it. I say if you do if you present the stage and the stage is done right and you cap the building at maybe fourteen thousand, you can sell out the building because you only sell out what you say you want available. Mm-hmm. But I would love to design that stage for that show. Maybe I should write a letter to them. Maybe you should. Maybe, I would may, love to design maybe we, maybe we should. Matter of fact, I got I got I got a um, I got an idea as far as like what they're they're if they decide to do, um, a lighting show or whatever or smoking all that other stuff. But do you understand lighting systems? That's the trick. Just because you put a light somewhere doesn't mean the light is in the right place. It has to. Oh, it, I mean, okay, maybe I don't. <laughs> no, you, I'm not. I'm not trying to downplay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe, well, I'm just saying. I got. I got an idea. Shit. I, I play fire pro wrestling, so I have an idea on what that shit w- could probably look you like. You know what's Brock Lesnar's greatest thing? He goes, "You motherfuckers play these wrestling." You ever heard what he went off on Sam <laughs> Robinson? So disrespectful. So disrespectful. He goes, "What's the hab secret?" Yo. He just looked annoyed at 2017. And I hear um, WWE, get your video game system together. 2K is no longer the company. (laughs) 2K needs to be designing New Japan games. And let me say this. I mean this in a good way. WWE gaming system is great, but it's a systematic system for something that's not represented on TV. The UFC game is great because it matches what's happening. Mm-hmm. The WWE game, it's not that fucking great. And I think that system belongs to New Japan because New this Japan, Japan honors wrestling. No, it it's is, not a New Japan system. U- Ukes Interactive developed the entire... All the companies are based out of Japan. But right, but I'm just saying, Ukes mm-hmm. Interactive, they did... The um the New Japan games they did PS1. all of the games right for WWE that, and all the year right but I'm just saying but this 2K system you is in the acts of gets a distribution 
mm-hmm. they do not design. This is the 2K system ah, okay, that okay. does not work. Ukes has been out of business for forever. They have a, they get a, a, a what you get like a producer's credit. Okay. Ukes did the original NWO games based off of the controller system that they have. Mm-hmm. I want people to remember that. I'd be telling people I'm on the the business side is what people are really lost on when it comes to wrestling and business. When you look at the 2K system, the way everything is step by step by step in gameplay, that should be how the 2K game works. And I think they need to move that 2K game system over there. And I think WWE needs to find a new company to develop that can mirror match the way it works mm-hmm. on TV. Because the game that you're playing in the game is not, not the, the way shit. that you play on TV. That's why the SmackDown games work because you did a six-minute match and you was comfortable. And they're trying to develop these hour-long matches and game system play, and it doesn't work it because do it. it doesn't relate. Right. And that's what I mean. Ukes is great, but they haven't been – their system is based off of – it was a timing system that was based off of the way the cartridge is read. Mm-hmm. So we're dealing with cards. Now we're dealing with – 4K Blu-ray pl- running disc, running loads. Of, not even Blu-ray. Now stream. this digital stream, this information sent to your box, doing this, that, and the other. It's a different system, and and they never got a chance to integrate over there. The last time was SmackDown versus whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 2K should be doing more international shit, and I I feel, I feel WWE's <laughs> that game is horrible. You know what? I think maybe we should dedicate an episode to wrestling games. Then we become a gaming channel. Yeah. Fuck those wrestling games. All right, let's let's do this. <laughs> but um, <laughs> like I said, people, we was all over the place with this episode. Next week, we'll come through with a more scripted episode. Before me and Mark leave from recording, after we record today, we'll put together next week's shows for you guys Um, then. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to present for next week. All right. Um. It's already 7 o'clock. Let's just keep it at this episode. We still have one episode that goes up. This yep. episode is going to go up on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But let's really, we got a big show. We got a, we have an idea of what we want to give you guys next week. So we, I want to present it to you guys correct where we can actually scour the history Word. of WWE and really take advantage of, of what we really think this motherfucker should work like. Mm. Um, and... The show is more about history and more of like a what if scenario. Just keep that in mind if yeah. you guys are holding on to it to our and uh, to our listeners in our infancy of this podcast. Word. Um by the way, guys, if you got any questions, um you wanna send comments, you wanna talk shit about us, email us at email us at team ddod at gmail.com mm-hmm. you can address us directly um send us what you think about shows you want to talk about uh want us to do send us your questions send us your comments the youtube channel is being rebuilt because youtube shut us down because on another show we hummed for six seconds so forgive us for not having our youtube presence yet right. which is extremely disrespectful we will be building a patreon page mm-hmm. so it's set we just don't know how we want to do it we want to make sure we present to y'all right and we will be having a t-shirt store 
through YouTube and through Pro Wrestling Tees.com. So give us some time. We're putting those together, and I just want to make sure I got the proper trademarks and presentations for everything. Um, Absolutely. We want to make sure that you guys are wearing our shirts at this year's WrestleMania or a little bit after or at the G1 show. Or just anywhere where you're just like a fucking diehard wrestling fan. Just yeah. rock the shirts, man. Yeah, we're a little I'm a little bit rough around the edges. I'm not here for your emotions. If I have to hold your hand, then I can't fuck with you. This wrestling show is for the person who needs that disrespectful piece of content and they feel the way we may feel or my radicalness mm-hmm. or what you may. But I'm the guy that who would sit in Vince's office, curse him out, and then bring him a bottle of doers double as he drinks it tell you how i found how i know about that speak to you guys have a great one when he drinks his doers in a glass it's a double shot of doers but he's a doers drinker anyway so if you guys are in the wrestling business and you ever any heat with vince bring him a bottle of doers make sure it's 16 years aged and it'll smooth it out It'll smooth a lot of things out. You might open up the conversation with the man. Don't ask me how I know. Just know that I know. There might and be that's some facts. There could possibly be some steak involved too, but no, no. You mean steak like food? Yes. No, 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 no. The doers. The doers. The doers. Okay. All right. I guarantee anybody who's, if you if you're a wrestling for, or if you're a person who ends up in that company, bring that man a doers, and you want to do it right before the show is over. Walk over to him and already have it poured and say, thanks, Vince. It'll get you a long way. Anyway, my name is Dietrich Davis. And I'm Mark Morell. And this is Wrestles with Experience. We'll catch you guys next week. You can find us. Just put our names in the Twitter. Look, I'll put our Twitter and Facebook, and not, excuse me, our Twitter and Instagram links inside of the description box mm-hmm. of the shows. So you guys can hit us and follow us there and have a direct connection to us. And you can contact us on our social medias. Right. So And ask us the questions you want to ask. All right, you guys, have a great day. Take care.